He said, so Wes, if you walk around with a frown on your face all the time, you're going to attract that same kind of negative energy. He said, but Wes, if you walk around with a smile on your face and you let those dudes know they're not getting to you, he said, you will change that prison from the inside out. He said, but the best part about it is the other coffee beans in prison, they will find you because of your energy. He said, go be that coffee bean, West." Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge is power. Applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi, and welcome to today's Philosopher Bite. Today's Bite is inspired by a guest on Ed Milet's podcast this week. I had never heard of Damon West, and surprisingly, I'd never heard of the carrot-egg-coffee-bean analogy. Today's clip is not from Ed's podcast, but I'm putting a link to his podcast in the show notes because I think it may be one of the best podcast episodes ever. Damon proves that no matter how bad your current circumstances are, You're not stuck in those circumstances. You can change, and Damon did a complete 180 in his life. He went from prisoner sentenced to 65 years in prison to motivational speaker inspiring people all over the world with his story. He's one of the best examples I've ever seen of a person who turned his life's mess into his message. And it certainly should give us all hope that we could do the same, no matter how bad things seem today. Here's Damon. Damon Joseph West, you are hereby sentenced to 65 years in the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. And I just remember hearing my mother gasp on the front row, you know, the sound only a mother can make when she hears her son get a life sentence in prison. 65 years is a life sentence, y'all, and that's, that's the maximum that you can get. That, to me, was my rock-bottom moment. It was at that point in my life that I knew that something had to change, that something was me. Where They took me out of the courtroom in handcuffs and shoved me out of there, put me in this little room on the side of the courtroom. Five minutes later, my parents came in. They're going to give them one last visit with me before I go to prison. And my dad can't talk. He's in stunned disbelief. You know, he just saw his son that had all this promise in life. I played college football and I played quarterback at the University of North Texas in the 90s. Damon West is the starting quarterback. I went on to work in the United States Congress. I worked for a guy running for president of the United States. I worked for one of the biggest Wall Street banks in the world, UBS, to train to be a stockbroker. And he just saw that guy with all that promise get a life sentence for a bunch of property crimes around meth. So my mom did all the talking. And she told me a very valuable lesson. She said, debts in life demand to be paid, Damon West. And you just got hit with one hell of a bill from the state of Texas. She said, but you did the things they said you did at that trial. So you got to go pay that debt to society. She said, but you owe your father and I a debt too. She said, we gave you all the love and opportunity to support to me. Anything you wanted to be in this life. And this is what you chose. This is the path you went down. The debt you owe to us. When you go to prison with that life sentence, you're going to get on God's back like I told you to. Let God carry you through that. She said, but more importantly, you're going to get in there and you're not going to get in one of these white hate groups, one of these Aryan Brotherhood type gangs because you're scared because you're a minority in there. She said, I don't think so. She said, matter of fact, you're not getting any tattoos while you're in there. She said, no gangs and no tattoos. She said, you come back as the man we raised or don't you come back at all. She said, do you understand this debt you're going to pay? And, and I told my mom for the tears, it's like, yeah, mom, I understand. But I had no idea what I just promised my mother. I went around asking all these guys that had been to, pri- been to prison before, how am I going to survive this? And everybody's telling me, every man, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, is telling me about the, the racial factor in prison. They said, you're going to have to get to a gang. But there was this one guy in prison, this old black guy named Jackson. I called him Mr. Jackson out of respect. 
Mr. Jackson was in his 60s. He'd been to prison four or five times, and he pulled me aside. And Mr. Jackson was always positive and come up and, and talk to me about positive stuff every day, keep my spirits up. I got to tell you what prison's going to be like, but let's use an analogy. He said, imagine if prison's like a pot of boiling water. He said, anything we put in that pot of boiling water is going to be changed by the heat and the pressure inside that pot. He said, I'm going to put three things in that pot of boiling water, West: a carrot, an egg, and a coffee. He said, first things first, West. if I put a carrot into a pot of boiling water and boil it, what happens when you boil that carrot? I said, it turns soft, Mr. Jackson said, that's right. He said, the carrot goes into prison, he's hard, but prison breaks that carrot down, turns him soft. He said, the carrot got beat, he got robbed, he may have gotten raped, and he may have gotten killed. He said, you do not want to be the carrot. He said, now let's put that egg in that pot of boiling water we call prison and watch how it changes. What happens to the egg, Wes? I said, well, it turns hard, like a hard-boiled egg. He said, that's right. He said, the egg went in the hard outer shell that protected it and that soft liquid inside. He said, prison changed that egg too, turned him hard on the inside. He said, that egg his heart, got his heart hardened. He said, that egg is incapable of giving and receiving love. If you become that egg, stay in prison because you'll keep going back the rest of your life because you're institutionalized. He said, but Wes, if I put a coffee bean into that pot of blown water, boy, he said, what happens if you boil a coffee bean? And I had no clue. And Mr. Jackson told me, now you gotta change the name of the water to coffee. He said, the coffee bean, the smallest of these three things had the power to change the entire atmosphere inside that pot. He said, small like you, West. He said, if you were going to survive prison to come back and keep that promise to your parents to come back as the man they raised, you're going to have to like that coffee bean. He said, everybody in life puts that energy, negative or positive. And whatever kind of energy you put out, you get back. He said, so Wes, if you walk around with a frown on your face all the time, you're going to attract that same kind of negative energy. He said, but Wes, if you walk around with a smile on your face and you let those dudes know they're not getting to you, he said, you will change that prison from the inside out. He said, but the best part about it is the other coffee beans in prison, they will find you because of your energy. He said, go be that coffee bean, West. And with that, I was off. I was off to prison. I got sent to the Mark Stiles unit in Beaumont, Texas, which was kind of mixed bag for me, you know, because I'm from Port Arthur, Texas, which is a town right next to it. And so I go to prison, and here's where the story about the coffee bean comes into play. I take that story of Mr. Jackson's with me along the way to prison, and it's like a secret that I've got that I know everything's going to be okay because... I was in county jail and I experienced the coffee bean thing myself because I looked around and thought about how did I even meet Mr. Jackson and, and I thought he met me because of my energy. So when I get to prison, I start applying the rules of being a coffee bean. Coffee bean life lesson number one is one of the most important. You have to get up every day and you have to work out. And I'm not talking about working out in your body. That's one of the areas. You have to work out in three areas every single day, spiritually, mentally and physically. You have to get in shape and stay in shape. And when I'm talking about this, I'm saying what you, you are what you eat. And that's not just talking about food. You are what you eat means what are you feeding yourself mentally? What kind of books are you reading? What kind of videos are you watching? What kind of websites do you go to? What do you feed yourself mentally? Spiritually, what do you feed yourself? Do you tap into something spiritually every, every day, every week, every month, every year? If you don't, it's a big universe. You should consider it. And physically, what are you feeding yourself and what are you doing to stay in shape physically, spiritually, mentally, and physically? Stay in shape every single day. Coffee being life lesson number two, the secret to life. Funny how sometimes you learn some big, biggest lessons in your life in some of the, the oddest places. And I would say a maximum security prison in Texas is a weird place to learn what the secret to life is, but that's where I learned what the secret to life was. And so, let me just share with you, without any more anticipation, what the secret to life is. The secret to life is one sentence, and it's real simple. The secret to life 
is serving others and being humble. It's in two words, servant leadership. Servant leadership is helping other people achieve their goals in life, helping raise other people up to a different station in life. Because man, when you are helping someone else, when you are helping someone else achieve their goals in life, you're helping yourself. And that's the way the universe works. Coffee being life lesson number three. The four things that you control in this life. I learned this lesson in prison and, and the sooner you learn this lesson, the easier your life will become, the more manageable your life will become. There are four things that you control in this life and they're the same four things that I control in my life too. Same four things everybody controls. Those things are what you think, what you say, what you feel, and most importantly, because everybody's gonna see this, what you do, what you think, what you say, what you feel, what you do. Outside of that, you don't control what's going on. The things you control are between your ears, they're in your mind. Coffee being life lesson number four, your past does not define you. If my past defined me, you wouldn't be watching me in this seminar right now. There's no way that a guy that walked out of a maximum security prison three years ago would be on your screen right now today. Your past does not define you. Your past wins don't define you. Losses don't define you. Your past is your lesson. The present today, man, that's a gift. That's a gift you got to get up today and make something happen. The future is your motivation. You know, your future goals, your future plans, your future goals to be a better servant leader one day, to be better husbands, better, better wives, better fathers, better mothers one day. That's what your motivation is every single day. The past is your lesson, the present is a gift, and the future is your motivation. And the final coffee bean life lesson, one of the most important there is. You see, energy is a lot of times about your body language. And your body language is what people are gonna see before you even open your mouth, before anything is ever spoken. So your body language says a lot. The power to create positive energy in every room that you walk in starts with the way you look. What I'm saying is the coffee bean life lesson number five is it all starts with a smile. It's impossible to be negative when you're smiling everywhere. And when you're smiling, just like I walked through that prison, I had a smile on my face like Mr. Jackson told me I had to have, you will attract the other positive energy in the room and you will be a coffee bean. So after seven years, three months, serving time with a maximum security prison in Texas, parole decided to let me go. They let me walk out on a life sentence of parole. I'm on parole until 2073. But I don't care about that because I go around all over the country sharing my story with college football programs, with high schools, with junior highs, church groups, and corporations, and, and sharing my story. It, it, part of it is a warning about the dangers of drugs and the consequences of bad decisions, but the the other part of it, the big part of it, is about that coffee bean message, that message of hope, that message that anybody can be the change agent. You know, I want to conclude this by saying how grateful I am to be here today. And it's, it's a blessing in my life to be in the position I'm in, only a little over three years out of prison. But it's proof that your past does not define you. Don't ever let anybody tell you what you can, what you cannot do. You are the only person that can hold you back in life. And the most beautiful thing is to wake up every morning and look in that mirror and talk to the only person that can hold you back. Look in that mirror and say this simple sentence. It's 10 words and 20 letters. The most powerful sentence in the English language. If it is to be, it is up to me.
And that is a permission statement, and it's worth repeating. If it is to be, it is up to me. All good presentations have a call to action, and my call to action is this. It's the same call to action that Mr. Jackson gave me before I went to prison when I left the county jail. Go out there and go be that coffee bean. Which are you? How do you respond when difficulty comes knocking? The carrot entered that boiling water, or the adversity, strong, hard, and unrelenting. But the boiling water caused it to weaken and lose its strength. If adversity and obstacles in your life leave you feeling weaker, fearful, or lacking confidence, then you probably resonate with the carrot. The delicate egg's liquid interior had been shielded by its flimsy outer shell. But after being exposed to adversity, the liquid inside hardened when placed in hot water. Do the obstacles in your life leave you hardened, angry, or bitter? And finally, the ground coffee beans were unique. They transformed the adverse conditions they were placed in. You put coffee beans in boiling water, and you have fresh coffee. The coffee bean actually gets better through adversity and changes the environment around it. How about you? In the darkest hours, do you elevate to the next level like the coffee bean? Does the adversity in your life make you stronger? As Damon said, we need to live life from the inside out. We need to become anti-fragile. We need to remember the mantra O-M-M-S, OMS. Obstacles make me stronger. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lamba. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8-10 to page PDFs, plus 20-minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.